All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. I realize now that I'm not old, but I'm not young anymore either. And it's kind of messing up my love life. Because when I was young and cute, I was on the he's cute, let's have sex with him right now list. And now that I'm older, but still cute, the women judge me under the boyfriend husband criteria now. So I have to pass more tests than other dudes. Like, if a woman just thinks a guy is cute and she wants to have some, you know, delicious <laughs> she just go, you know, I really don't care if I like this guy or not. I just want to have some <laughs> And uh, if I don't like him, fine. Who cares? But me, it's like, oh, I already like this guy and I'm afraid to give him some <laughs> because if it doesn't work out, it'll hurt. So I've got to really investigate him first. I'm like, what the hell is that? Now, technically, it's a compliment that women immediately put you in the boyfriend-husband category because they're thinking long-term with you. Now, if they choose you, and yes, I say they choose us because they do choose us, we can act like they don't. And if you act like the woman isn't choosing you, you're a moron. But if they choose us, we're going to get some <laughs> on a regular basis. But we have to wait to get it. Why? Because you are now in the boyfriend-slash-husband category. And it sucks cause you, because, you know, now you have to investigate them, too. So you're both kind of doing this bullcrap dance where you're on your best behavior and she's on her best behavior. And you know damn well that whatever behavior is going on right now, you are not going to see that shit. The behavior right now that you're both giving each other is the Cosmopolitan cover. The Cosmopolitan cover after they did all the Photoshop work on it. This is complete bullshit. She is not going to be like this. And you know damn well you're not going to be like that. Okay, first of all, you showered. Bam! You don't do that, you stinking bastard. Being one of your friends, I know you don't shower, which is why you always have to sit in the back of the car. And by the back of the car, I mean the trunk, you stinking bastard. But I've been there, and it always happens where you are now boyfriend. Which, oh, you're such a nice guy. But I'm not the nice guy that they don't give any to, they eventually give me some of the delicious buttocks, but when I go out on, I, I, I'll put it to you this way, every girl I've gone out with more than three times, I've had a relationship of at least two years with, every single time, so I know in the back of my head, oh my god, if we go to a date four, I gotta be careful, every fourth date has turned into that day plus two years or more. So I got to be careful. Like women are going, I don't know. Should I give him some, some of my delicious buttocks on the third date? I don't know. That's how some women are thinking. I'm going, oh my, should I give her some of my delicious two years of my life after this fourth date? I don't know. I don't know. She'll be good to the, I, I don't know. So we're both scared, you know, and that's, the, <laughs> that's the peril of being the nice guy, you know, that they still want to have sex with. I'm not talking about the nice guy that they sit there and complain about some other chump with. I'm somewhere between the two. Now, there's the guy, the bad boy, that jumps on top of him, take that girl, ha ha, and it moves on. And then there's the nice guy that's, really, he did that, really? <laughs> I'll listen to this crap for a while. And then they listen to her talk about that chump, and then he's thinking he's going to get some delicious behind, and it doesn't happen, and then he's pissed off. Well, I'm in the middle somewhere. I'm just nice enough where they want to have me around, and just bad enough where they actually want to give me some ass. So I'm a nice guy in the middle, but I got my hands in both camps. I'm a nice guy, 
plus I'm just interesting enough and fun enough and dangerous enough where you will take your panties off and be going, you're the greatest. Yeah, they do say that. They actually, yes, they do say that. How dare you doubt me? I see you in there. I know that you. this is just a podcast. I can see you shaking your head. There's a special lens on this that lets me see you disbelieving what I just said. And that's wrong. That's mean-spirited. I can see you, damn it. Yeah, you lady. On the treadmill running right now listening to my stuff. First of all, thanks for listening. But I saw you shaking your head and that was mean-spirited. And you, stuck in traffic. Thank you for putting me on your iPad and loading it into your car and listening to me while you're in traffic. But that does not excuse you not believing me. Damn it, women do say that when I get it on with them. You people are mean. I'm ending this version. You know what, this little segment, I'm ending it. I'm going to go to the next segment, and hopefully by then you'll be nicer to me because I was telling the truth, damn it. Let's talk a little bit about people that don't think being excellent is normal. That is some brainwashing stuff that is going on, you know, because people don't want everybody to succeed that's the funny thing you you would think people want you to succeed and 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 people that are close to you want you to succeed but a lot of successful people or rich people they don't want you to succeed because for them to be to stand out there's got to be quote winners and losers you know because if you think billionaires want you to be a billionaire too (laughs) no no they don't because if everybody was a billionaire how could they impress anybody with their boats? You know, if everybody could afford a Maybach, what difference would it make? That's why I know none of those guys are driving around in a Toyota Corolla, you know, or a Camry or whatever the most popular car is. They don't want that. They want to stand out. And if they stand out, it feels good. But if you're there too, it doesn't feel good. That's why they don't want you there. You know, and so everybody is brainwashed into thinking that excellence and being excellent is weird. You know, that these geniuses are, there's so few of them that we couldn't possibly get there. Come on, man. I felt that. I've been in that position where you really think that you can't accomplish some stuff. I know, I mean, I've been there. You know, I, I know what it's like to be a complete loser. <laughs> you know, you know, it's, it's like, it's like, uh, knowing, it's like being a guy who's rich and knowing what it's like to have been poor. You take better care of your money. Now, I'm not a rich guy, obviously. You can probably tell from these uh, from these shoes. I'm just kidding. I, I actually aren't. I'm not rich, but my shoes are rather nice. But y- you could tell that the the guy who gets the money from hard work, when or, or you know, say, say for the sake of argument, you see a person that is worth fifty million dollars, and he or she is worth fifty million dollars because of an idea that they came up with, worked hard on, busted their ass, you know, worked twenty hour days had people around them tell them that they were crazy, you know, have their spouse leave them, have their friends tell them they're idiots, you know, always getting pissed on by people, not literally pissed on, but you understand what I'm saying, metaphorically speaking. And they finally get it, and they finally get there, and they finally figure out what is the best way to facilitate becoming successful at the thing they want to do, and it becomes successful, and it goes ape shit crazy, and now they're worth $50 million. You don't think that person's going to take really good care of their money? After all that time busting their ass to get it? Hell yeah, they're going to take care of their money. It's like someone who was fat and became a person who's in shape. If you were always kind of in shape or in great shape, you don't know what it's like to have to deal with the stuff that people who are fat have to deal with. You know, you don't you don't appreciate your six-pack the same way a guy who was fat as hell. You know what I'm saying? Someone who got ridiculed by girls 
who 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 couldn't even run to catch the bus when everybody else is running to catch the bus, who does a sit up and feels like somebody's stabbing him in the stomach with a knife. You don't know how good it feels to have a six pack until you've been that guy and got a six pack. You know, now if you work that hard to get in shape and you've eaten right and you changed your entire lifestyle, I'm not talking about somebody that went on some one of those idiotic fad diets that don't mean anything because if they fucking work, there wouldn't be so many of them. But the guy who already had the six pack can't possibly appreciate the six pack the same way a guy who worked hard or a lady who worked hard and was fat as hell and is now in shape. You can't appreciate it as much as they do. It doesn't work that way, you know. And it's the same thing with being excellent. If you've ever sucked <laughs> at something and sucked at life and and sucked and then became great at something, you, you appreciate it more than anything else than, than the person who's never been there. And that's why I was saying to somebody before who asked me why I changed and why I'm so much different than I was before. Well, quite frankly, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this, I, I didn't like myself. A lot of you people don't either. You, you may think you do. Oh, I love myself. What do you, really? Look around. What does everything around you look like? What does your house look like? What do your clothes look like? What do your car look like? And I'm not talking about having expensive crap, but do you just throw shit around your house? You wear fucked up clothing and you can afford other stuff? Is everything around you pretty much bullshit, crappy, lame? Everything around you, if you stand in the middle of your life and look around, that's what you think about yourself. Because if you liked yourself, your house wouldn't be fucked up. If you liked yourself, you wouldn't wear those clothes. If you liked yourself, there wouldn't be 16 cans of sardines in your back seat, you nasty bastard. <laughs> All I'm saying is, and this is, and this is basically uh, me just saying what happened to me, is that I decided, and hopefully you'll do the same thing if you haven't already, Decide that excellence is should be the norm, man. Excellence should be the norm. You should expect excellence from yourself and from others toward you. Because if you're not getting that, what, what good is it? You know? You can tell if the people around you respect you uh, and will give you that excellence because they won't give you excellence from themselves unless they respect you. And you can tell. Here's one way to tell. This is a phrase that people that don't necessarily respect you or your time and will never give you excellence when it comes to doing something for you. This is a phrase they will use. And if you hear this phrase, you need to check those people or get rid of them. He won't mind. That is one of the most deadly phrases you will ever hear in your life. He won't mind. They only say that when they've already, before they've done anything, have decided to give you less than excellence. They've already decided they're not going to give you full effort. They've already decided that they're not going to give you what you wanted. Even if you deserve it and it's important to you, they're not going to give you that. You're not getting it. You tell them, I really, it's important, guys. Now, if you're going to do this, let me know. If you can't do it, let me know that, too. But I need you to be here by 8 o'clock because we really have to work on this project. And it's 7.30 and they're 45 minutes away. They didn't even leave yet. Oh, man, we're going to be late. He won't mind. Really? He didn't tell you how important it was to him? So he's not going to mind that you decided the hell with him? He's not going to mind that? Really? Somebody lends you money. Money they needed for something else. But they know you're in a dire strait. At least that's what they think. That you're in dire straits. So they give you the money. And they say, I really need it back by a certain time. I got to have it back by blah, blah, blah time. 
and you come with half the money, and somebody going, are you going to give him some money? Well, I don't have all of it, but he won't mind. Really. Nobody ever says he won't mind when they're doing good things. Ever. No one ever goes, you know, I'm going to give Chuck a 70% raise on the salary. He won't mind. Nobody does that. He won't mind means you're about to get fucked. And if you hear, he won't mind too much from somebody, get rid of their ass. Do you know why? Because they suck, they don't like you, and they don't respect you. But other than that, today's been great, right? <laughs> I really need that work on my acting skills. Um, I thought I was pretty good at it, but apparently I'm not that good at it. Um, because I realized that there's a good chance that a lot of my relatives were going to come to my house on Thanksgiving. And I tried to use all of my acting abilities to convince them that Thanksgiving had been canceled this year. But none of them was buying it. So, uh, yeah, I need to, uh, I need to brush up on my acting and get back to class. Thanks again, guys, for stopping by. Make sure you come back soon. There will be more. Thanks again. That's Anthony out.